Welcome to the Fearless Launching Show. I am your host, Anne Samoylov. Today's episode, you can either just straight up listen to, you can head over to annesamoylove.com and watch the companion video. And if you don't even want to do that, as or maybe as you're doing all three, you can watch and read over on the blog and look at some more pictures because today's topic is all about using business or planners to manage your business, manage your day. And I'm specifically talking about paper planners, the analog systems we use. I will do an updated blog or rundown of my favorite digital tools But as you guys, most of you know, I am a little bit obsessed with my planners. So today, here's what we're going to do, and it'll tell you if you really want to listen today. So this is going to be a perfect podcast for you if you've got an online business and you've been wondering how to keep yourself organized. Maybe you've got Google Docs upon Google Docs, Evernote files upon Evernote files, and you just want a different way to maybe jog you out of that that rut of just gathering information. And I'm gonna talk about some of the best business uses of a paper planner as I go through some of my own choices. And what are some of the reasons to maybe opt not to use that paper planner and specifically what I look for in a planner when I decide to use one. I don't just use any old calendar. It has to have a certain certain features in it that help me be more productive. I don't want to be spending all day sitting and looking at my planner. So if you're not into planning, if you feel like it ties you down, I really think that you're going to like today because you're going to see that I use planning and planners for different things, really. And one of those, I actually did a video last week or a couple weeks ago, rather, about using planning as a form of self-care and journaling. And some planners actually make it super easy for that. I've got one in here to show you. But Let's dive in today because this is something that you requested for me to do. I've been putting it off. I think I've recorded this several different times and I just realized I needed to like make it really concise. So we're going to just kind of get in and get out today. Um, So before we dive into the actual planners I'm going to talk about, I just wanted to say that my kind of overall approach to planners now, it took me a while to get here, believe it or not, but it's the system. It's the inside. It's the guts of the planner. For me, that's what's important. And the things in my own planning system, forget about the paper, forget about pretty planners, whatever. It's got to have a space for my top three. It's got to have an easy way for me to break down projects. It's got to be something that's easily integratable with whatever digital project management system I'm using at the time because sometimes I'll use Asana with certain teams of people that I'm working with and then other times I've used Trello with designers for one-off and that worked really well too but this paper planning has got to have an easy integration with those and feel just like it's it's not like an extra step that I'm taking also the other thing that I, that I think that this is what really took me a long time to get to was that the binding is really secondary because no matter what you choose, even if you choose a, uh, spiral bound notebook style planner, you can easily unbind it and 
put it in a different binding. <laughs> so it took me a while to see this. So I spent a ton of money on planners while I was searching for the system that worked the best for me. So really kind of think about your system, what you like to do. Um, this is oddly enough, this is a conversation I've had with a lot of entrepreneurs. Like some people are list makers. Some people need like a huge you know, your basic monthly calendar to map things out. Some people like post-it notes. You decide, some people like to have things on an index card. It's up to you to kind of really think about the elements that keep you on track now. It doesn't have to be a to-do list. It doesn't have, it could just be a calendar, like your basic calendar. And if you're used to using Google Calendar, that might give you that hint. You're like, oh, I just need a good way to, um, I feel like even if you're using a digital system primarily, you can still do a lot of the vision work, visioning and brainstorm work on a similar paper planner style thing. So for me, I need a top three. I need no times because I legit hate calendars that tell me to block specific times. Like I can tell myself morning I'll do this, afternoon I'll do this. And if I have times, those are in my Google calendar. Those are appointments. Those are things that I have to show up for and be there for. Volunteering, coaching calls, um, mastermind sessions, whatever. Um, I also need a space for project planning to just kind of, you know, just sketch out different things that I need to get done. I need a place to capture ideas and to keep track of them. And I also need the freedom to move around. So that's why I don't like, I like things to be super simple, but I do like prompts and things to keep me moving forward. So for you, like I said, it might be a big calendar. It might be that you like to have one page per day and journal everything you're doing or keep track of what you're doing. Maybe you want prompts throughout the day or every day. Maybe it's a place to keep track of your personal meals, um, you know, your personal appointments, maybe it's a place to track your blog posts, your video, your editorial calendar, or your social media calendar, or maybe you need space for your stats, maybe you need place for your financial information. So keep these in mind today because I'll be sharing a few that I've been curious about that I, that I saw and for whatever reason I was like, oh, I want to check that out. And honestly, this is not a comprehensive overview of the different types of planners you can choose, but these are the ones I did and you wanted to know what I chose, what I was looking at. So I want to share that with you. So the first one we're going to dive into is the Inkwell Press Planner. And as you can see, if you're watching the video, you can see that I have, first, I have A5 inserts. I have purchased these pre-printed, popped them into my um, Kiki K here and just wanted to test the system out. One thing that I really, really love is the paper quality. I like a lot of the graphic elements in the planner and there are some other pieces that I was surprised to find in there, which I didn't expect. So we'll go, go into those in just a second. But I think for me, yeah, the, the graphic elements, the daily habit tracker, the fact that it could possibly be integrated with my personal life, um, those things were interesting to me, um, but I didn't really feel like there was a place to put my plans and 
really break down projects. There were definitely places to put notes and different types of things. And I love that dot grid paper, but that there's in, in, inside each month, there's at least a few, you know, writing pages. But I think that there were a few things. There was a space for the top three. There was a vertical layout. And then there was also this thing that's, that's really, I think, unique to Inkwell Press, and it's a monthly dashboard, which is in this honeycomb format, which I loved. Also, it allowed me to check out different types of formats. So the A5 inserts, which went into my Filofax, there's a spiral bound version, there's even a quarterly planner, which if you're watching the video, you're likely seeing right now. So that, that kind of really interested me. Now, Unfortunately, I'm not going to be using it because there's no planner, like no project breakdown. However, there is one format that I do plan on sticking with, and that's the desk pad, which has my month at a glance, my huge month calendar, as well as the honeycomb dashboard, which I love. I love that this could be kind of like my snapshot for the month. I don't have to have it inside a planner. It's on my desk. It's another place to remind me about my month. So I do think this is why I, I absolutely love their system. Now, what I do want to say on a side note is that I also love the person who runs the company. Now, I think and I think she's the owner, but I loved watching the launch unfold. These are the, some of the key elements besides the graphic, the, the top three area, the honeycomb section. I love watching the launch unfold. Big shocker. I loved that she, the Tanya Dalton really cares about empowering women to be more mindful about their goals, organization. I love the values of the company and I love how she would include the community on wins that she had. I loved that. Um, and like I said, that honeycomb section before each month that was also on that desk pad that, I, that you could just kind of put underneath your computer. That's the stuff that I was drawn to. Um, so the different formats, yes, that was amazing. And the kind of bottom line is that, you know, I am giving the spiral bound one that I purchased the new home that's going out this week. And I am pretty much just keeping the desk pad because it's very easy and I don't have a desk pad for this next year. The A5 inserts, I don't know yet. Maybe they'll, maybe I'll find a use for them throughout the year, but I'm not getting rid of them just yet because I do think, um, there's something I like about them, but I don't really think it's going to be good for my business only because I feel like if you, if you have a few things to schedule, like if you're a coach and you just have coaching sessions to schedule, or you're just a blogger and you you want to keep track of your editorial calendar, maybe. But I honestly need lots more space to map out projects. And I have different parts of my business. I have coaching. I have the blog. I have the podcast. I have um, maybe bigger clients that have their own things that I have to maybe keep track of in my, in my kind of spread as well. And then I have my daughter and my husband. So like the, this one didn't really work for me overall. The next one is actually the desire map planner. The desire map planner is one that I did a video on, so I won't go into depth on this, but this is my self-care planner. This is my journal. I go into this. I will be going into this on Saturdays or Sundays on the weekend to go through 
and really set my intention for the week. It comes in monthly and weekly and I think daily, but I've chosen the weekly because I'm doing a weekly check-in. And so I'm going to put that link to that other video in the comments and in the description below and in the blog post. So you'll be able to to just jump over and check out that on its own because I think it's definitely worth it. The next one that I really want to jump into and spend the most time on for a very good reason is the bullet journal. The bullet journaling system is one that was created by Ryder Carroll. I've included some images from their website, but you can go to bulletjournal.com and essentially you can do anything with it. There is legitimately, and I keep saying legit, but there are so many great reasons to use the bullet journal. Now, some of the key elements that drew me to this system was that, and, and honestly, I feel like I've been going back and forth between it um, for the past year, but was that there was some free freedom, creativity. And honestly, I love notebooks. I love the Loic term notebook. And, but what I really love is that you have collections. You can put projects, ideas, workflow. You can capture ideas for yourself or your team members. There's just so something so creative about it that I just love that. Plus the different formats you create use any notebook that you want you create all the layouts for your month a month at a glance a daily daily layout weekly layout maybe even a monthly <laughs> monthly slash daily layout or weekly layout you have to draw everything yourself which i'm not too handy with that but um people like boho berry and um Oh God, Kim from Tiny Ray of Sunshine. You can find them on Instagram. They really inspired me. But the main power in the bullet journal is so that it makes it not just a notebook is the index. The index is the piece that I think keeps me going so that I can map out a project. I can map out a launch. Now, will I use this launch? Will I use the bullet journal to manage me during a launch? No. This helps me lay everything out and figure out what's going on. And I find it to be nice to use this system during a launch because it feels less stressful for me. But honestly, I feel like I need prompts, external prompts to me. And, and there's just not, a, obviously it's paper. I have to physically open it. However, it does give me complete freedom in what I create. And I don't keep track of my time in here. It's ideas, it's projects, ideas, and that's what I use it more, more for. And I can also slip in some personal stuff if I choose to. So that's always helpful. <laughs> um, so highly recommend this if you're creative, you've got like a, you know, you've got different pieces of your business, but I'm not sure if it's just the standalone system I would choose to use. Now, the next one is the Charmed Life Planner, which this is just one of the three different versions of the planner that I have. And I'll tell you why. Um, I love that I can use this planner in any type of binding system I want. That is a really huge seller for me because I'm fickle. So I can have it in a spiral bound. I can have it in an arc system, which is just this arc, these little discs. You can get them at Staples, I think, or um, Office Depot. 
And you can use it in a six ring binder like a Filofax or a Kiki K or something like that. So you get to choose. But the real meat of why this is my main jam, this is my main planner, this is my ride or die, holy grail, whatever you want to call it, planner. And that is because it's a system. The creator, Alexis Giostra, she created this as a complete system. This is what she uses. She's a business owner, so she understands what I will potentially need. So that means I have a space for my top three. That means I have a list vertical format. Notice no times. Um, there are pages to track your finances, pages to kind of just list out what's going to happen during the month without it being a monthly calendar. But there's also a monthly calendar. And guess what else there is? There's plenty of space in the back end background uh, and in the back of the planner just to expand it and make it into a project planning kind of tool as well. And I love her project planning inserts. So, you know, one thing I didn't mention at the beginning is that anything I'm mentioning today, you're going to find more pictures and more links in the actual blog post. So definitely head over to ansomorelove.com. But I just wanted to kind of show you inside. This was what I used for most of 2016. And then I realized I needed a little more freedom. I was taking things in and out of the book too often. I actually had to add more graph paper into this version. You cannot buy this spiral bound already. You actually purchase it on strangecharm.com. You download it, you print it out, or you get it printed, let's say at Staples again, or Kinko's or something like that. But as you can see, if you're watching the video, there's the master task list. There's the finance, financial section there. And then each week is super easy vertical layout and then there's a monthly layout. I mean, it's super simple. So I love it. It's the only system that I'm going to continue using only because I have, I feel like I have complete freedom in here. Now, why would I use the bullet journal and this? You might wonder because the bullet journaling is really free. And I think that's the main deal. I'm not an artist in the term, in terms of drawing these beautiful, like I'm not a calligrapher. I don't, you know, not yet anyways. I wish I was. I mean, I tried to honestly, but it just, I'm not, that's not my kind of genius zone. And I don't want to waste all day drawing in a book when that's not my kind of jam. So, but that does help me write out ideas and kind of flesh them out in the bullet journal. And then I schedule them right in here. I even have this actually as a video that you can watch over on YouTube. So I'm going to message, I'm going to like make sure I put that link in there as well. But as you can see, if you're watching the video, you can use this with any binding system. I currently am in my Filofax a5 nude size, which is big, plenty of space. It's really pretty. I love that thing. And don't ask me why my social security card is in there. I just, I just happened to look at the video going, oh my goodness, that is crazy. So, uh, but, but honestly, that system is, um, amazing. So I love it. And I'm going to be keeping this printable planner style in that, you know, in that Filofax probably for a while, but I may try it in uh, the ARC again because the ARC system is also great. It's super uh, inexpensive and you can just, you can just pop paper in and out without even opening rings, which is amazing. So different ways that 
you know, obviously, if you're watching the video, then you're going to be able to see the, the six ring binder, the, um, you'll be able to see my arc binder as well. I'm going to show you all three of those. So if you want to know what those look like, make sure to head over to the blog post after. But, you know, there's, there's nothing more to say really about that one, except that I'm using it, you know? Um, so what I'm keeping is the printable planner and the binder type system that allows me to remove things, add things. So it's really going to stay my main squeeze. But as you can see in the video, there are many ways that you can bind this and use this. And in fact, she even has like an eight and a half by 11 one. So if you just have like a normal three ring binder, you could even use that. So that's really nice, easy and there's other layouts as well. Plus the project planning piece and the top three, those were huge reasons why I stuck with this system. Next up, I've got one new one that sits kind of in its own category of planners. And it's, I'm going to tell you about a few different ones now that aren't really necessarily the ones you're going to use all the time, but maybe you will. And it's the 90 day year planner specifically made for Todd Herman's 98 day year program. If you want to know more about that, stick around because I'm going to talk more about that in a couple of weeks, perhaps maybe three weeks, but He's not selling it commercially, but if you join the program, you do have an access, a way to buy it if you want to. And this really is a planner meets implementation system. And it allows you to honestly just spend 90 days working through what he teaches you in the 90 day year. That is why this system is amazing. And actually I took a really deep look at the book just yesterday. And one thing I love is that a, he reminds you about the system constantly in the book. He, there's, there's information at the beginning that kind of just reminds you what's the system? Why are we doing this? And then every single day throughout the planner, he actually asks, there's prompts to say, did you do this? Did you do that? You have to, you know, you track how you're like everything from what's going on in your business to your personal life as well. So highly recommend if you're in the 90 day year checking this out. I do think it's not a portable planner, but I think that you can definitely, you can definitely use it on a daily basis. But if you're running around, you might not want to carry it with you. It's kind of big. I may moving into 2017 print this out. And again, I like my own binding system. So maybe I'll try to integrate it with the Charmed Life Planner. I'm not sure yet, but I think that the genius in this planner is pretty simply that it's his complete system, just like the Charmed Life Planner. It's a complete system and it's unique in that you buy a planner for 90 days. So there's no overwhelm. You're going to have it for a specific period of time. And there are daily planning pages, which really help you get a handle on what you're doing day in and day out. And if you're anything like me, sometimes you have those months or weeks when you know so much is going to happen that you can't just not be productive for a week. You can't just sit on your thumb for a week. You know, you've got to be able to know why things aren't going the way that you want them to in your business. So highly recommend checking that out. And then we're going to go into just one final 
type of planning system. And these are honestly once a year exercises, rituals that I think everyone should do. The first one is from Amber McHugh. And if you're not following Amber, make sure to head to planathon.com, I think. Or just go to Facebook and look for Planathon and you're going to find something about Amber McHugh and she's got this planning um, event happening right now, which hello, love it. But she's also every single year, she kind of ups the ante. She redesigns her Fresh Start 2017. This year it's 2017, obviously for Fresh Start Workbook though, which really helps you get a handle on what happened this year. What do you want to do next year? And let's make some plans now. Like it's a, it's like the overall big vision of your business, your life. Um, I think it's mostly business related. And if you're a planner girl who loves this clean, pretty, Kate Spade paper, sugar paper planner, very beautiful planning style, then this is definitely the guide for you. It's a steal. It's like 27 bucks. You just download it and you can print it out in any size you want, really. Keep it with you or just, you know, bind it with a normal binding system and, and then just get to it. And it's great because you can start it right now, which is what I'm saying. Um, so definitely I will put a link to that in the blog post as well as any other information I can about getting into Planathon because it, you know, as of the recording of this, it's happening this week. So, uh, you may miss it by the time you, you listen, but she does it every year. And I think that you can still get in the group during the year. Um, looks like there's lots of bonuses and, and figuring out why you should even do this throughout your year. So make sure to check that out. The main benefit here is that it's an important yearly exercise. Most people don't reflect on their business and it's great for non-planners who maybe don't have a daily planner. The next one I want to share with you is Leonie Dawson's, um, biz and life workbooks, which unfortunately I discovered after I, I started, you know, putting this together that they are sold out right now. But definitely follow Leonie Dawson. See if she's got these Biz and Life workbooks for 2017 available. I think she did a big pre-order maybe a couple months ago. I, I was probably <laughs> absorbed in other things. So I didn't even, I didn't even see when it happened. Um, so definitely check that out. But what I love is that it's a similar exercise to the Fresh Start workbook. I did it for actually a couple of years and the first couple of years that, um, I think I was ever even online. I did these. I can't remember what year specifically, but I loved my favorite part of the book was the workbook was the, you know, what's your monthly revenue goal? What are you going to do to make it happen? I loved that. But also there is that exercise where you figure out what happened this year, unpack that, reflect, say goodbye to that and then head to the next year and really kind of make some, you know, kind of intention and, and ideas. And, you know, you literally have space for ideas, what your intention for the year is, maybe what your theme is, what projects you want to work on. And as you can see, if you're watching the video, it's definitely a little bit more playful, bohemian style, really, really sweet though. It's like very, um, 
I found it very playful. That's, that's my word for this because I, and it looks like she has more planning tools now. So definitely head over to, um, goddessleone.com. I think that's still her website. And if it's not, I will put the link, the true link below. But I just think that these create your shining year planners, your biz and life workbooks, these are all great tools and especially great if you're not a planner by nature. So definitely check those out if this even remotely sounds interesting to you. And it's hard when you're just listening to really see what these look like. So I really suggest heading over to that, uh, the Ansem More Loves site so that you can look, grab a link if you're curious. But this is definitely a more, I don't want to say hippy-dippy because it's actually not. It's just very um, flirty and fun and playful. And it, it, it makes things very, a very creative uh, reflection as opposed to saying, I increased my sales by this percent. And so I love it for that reason. So there are some other planners that I am going to include in the blog post. So head over there as well. Like there's another 90 day system that I think is really great. And there's other, there's always going to be more planning tools, planners, planning guides and but these are, these are the ones that I've been familiar with. These are, you know, Amber's is one that I use now. I feel like it fits my temperament now and I'm probably going to have to go grab it ASAP because next week I have a planning class that I'm teaching just to kind of get my head in it for myself. And I know there are others out there, but literally these are the ones that st- stuck out to me. And these are, you know, there are definitely more planning systems available to you and maybe you already use one. So I don't want you to discard what you're using in order to maybe, you know, get something prettier or whatever. But um, if you, at the very least, if you're starting out, maybe try to pick up one of Amber's or Leone's books because these are great yearly rituals. They're great for non-planners and creative thinkers. And they both have different styles specifically. And it will get you off on the right foot. If you don't like planning yourself on a daily basis, maybe that's okay. It's up to you. You decide what how you work the best. Um, So before we wrap up for the day, I do want to let you know that here are some of the things that I do. You know, there are some other planning systems, digital ones that I use. I just want to mention them so you know. Asana for project management. And I use this with specific teams of people that I might be hiring or working with. And then Trello is one that I said that at the beginning that I've worked with designers and web designers before and it worked really well. And I love Trello. Trello for business is a great um, product that uh, two gals created one Emily Williams. She was in Fearless Launching. So I know about her and she partnered um, with a woman to create Think Creative Collective. So definitely head over there to them because they have more about Trello, Asana for project management. If you need help kind of figuring that out. I mean, both of these systems have their own documentation, but I always like going to people that I know and trust to give me more insight, especially for our specific businesses. Um, Natasha Vorompova, she is, she has an Asana guide as well. Now, what am I using? 
really for the planning, the paper planning. Charmed Life Planner, either ARC or Six Ring Filofax, that's my plan for the year. Bullet journaling will continue to be my idea, my project, my content kind of, kind of play area. And then the desire map is really my self-care journal, how I want to take myself into each week. Um, it's going to remind me about probably exercise, probably my meditation practice, and lots of other things like that. <laughs> you know, like going to the gym, getting to the doctor. Um, did I, you know, whatever, like whatever it is for myself. Did I do a face mask on Sunday? Those little things that you do for yourself during the week or how you, what your mood is and how, how you want to handle your anxiety level and different things like that. So those are the three ones that I'm going to be using. Now it's unknown how I'm going to use the 90 day year one right now. So definitely stay tuned for that. But I'm thinking that I'll begin in December to test it out for 90 days and what I think I'm going to do is I'm going to print and insert the planner into my Charm Life Planner binder because I want it to be part of the whole system. And if there's a way that I can take what I'm already using and give myself those prompts long term, that's going to work better for me than just switching planners because I already love my, my Charm Life Planner. And finally, to completely kind of wrap this whole thing up, I do want to address the kind of thought from a lot of people. Even my husband says um, something about planning is like dreams that never happen or something like that. And I don't believe that. You know, for those of you who don't believe in keeping a to-do list, I get that, which was really interesting. When I posted a planning system, planning picture on my Instagram, I got a bunch of responses. And I was like, a few responses that was that were like, whoa, chill out, people. If you don't like planners, don't hang out here. Uh, but for those of you who don't believe in keeping that to-do list and that you should be set free from a to-do list, which I get, I don't want to be shackled to a to-do list. And I get it. You might think that's a waste of time and energy just creating a list. But for me, and I think that everybody is different in this, for me, writing things down is a way of cementing it in my brain and actually just clearing out space. So my bullet journal makes it so that I can think more clearly. My Charm Life Planner means that I don't have to remember stuff. That's why my, that's why I have appointments in my Google Calendar so that I don't have to think about those. They just pop up on my phone. And I don't work in checklists really or to-do lists, but, but I map out projects using these tools and I need something that I can take away with me that's not digital. And, you know, setting a top three every day, it, it really helps me stay on task. You know, I know that there are lots of different ways people kind of move forward and do more things in their business, but I like this style, uh, it, whether it's digital or paper. And I'm more productive when I have things mapped out. Um, and everyone has a different work style. Maybe, you know, one of the things that Todd Herman talks about in the 90 day year is having daily themes, which I think that's great. Um, and some of the things that he suggests, some of them I'm not even doing because I feel like everyone has a different work style. Now, I think it's worthwhile to try a planner, a paper planner and or a digital planner or one of each working together. But I think to say that a to-do list stops you from getting work done, I think that that's not necessarily true. But I believe that a checklist 
isn't ever the full story. And it can, it can keep you on track, but it can also keep you in the weeds of your business, which I know you got to get out of those weeds. Um, something I was listening to recently was Gary V's Ask Gary V audiobook, which even if you have the, the print version, which I do, I have the hardcover, get that audiobook because I love what he talks about in clouds and dirt. So I think what the more you have going on, the more you're going to have to keep track of that stuff. So the cloud stuff needs a space. Like he talks about clouds and dirt. Clouds are the vision. Dirt is kind of like the operational, the work, the execution. And if you want to be in the clouds all the time, someone's got to be managing it and doing and working in the dirt. But maybe you can do a little bit of both. And that's why I use bullet journaling. Bullet journaling is for my clouds. Try my planners, but for my dirt. And I loved what he actually said in that most, you know, his team kind of gets annoyed at him for being in the dirt so much, but he likes being there. He likes doing, doing the work and executing and keeping track of the minutia sometimes. So I think that's why, like, you can't just write off a checklist or a to-do list completely, but you can create a checklist to help you stay in line with that vision with the clouds. Okay. So I hope this was a helpful podcast slash video slash blog post. Man, it was challenging kind of looking at the visuals and, you know, making, creating something that would be helpful for you, whether you were watching or listening, but I hope it did help. Um, if you have questions about any of the planners and systems and things that I talked about today, I want to welcome you over to ansomorelove.com. I will put the link in the description of the podcast, as well as all of those links that we just talked about in the actual blog post. So if you want to know what any of those are, you're going to have to pop over there because that'll be the easiest place for me to put everything along with some additional pictures that I've taken. So this is going to be one bit of a, a post over there. Um, so stay tuned for that. And thanks again for listening to the Fearless Launching Show. I want to tell you about one more thing before I wrap up and that is that next Thursday, I'm going to be doing a one hour plan with me class, just like I did last year. It's a second annual one. I think that you will love it. If you love taking some time, take some time with me, go to the clouds of planning for your, for your next year. And let's figure out the what, let's figure out the what, not necessarily the how, but like the what we want to map out and maybe a little bit of the when and head over to free. No, it's not free planning class. No, that's a different one. It is actually planwithmeclass.com. It will get you right to that, but I will also put some more details about that in the blog post. So, okay. All you planner geeks, high five over here. Love you guys lots. And I will see you next week on the fearless launching show. Mm -hmm.